Hey, good people. This is the Confessions of a Nail Tech podcast. I'm your host, Rashida H. Muhammad, nail tech affectionately known as Ra. I have so much to share with you this evening. Welcome. Let's get started. people. Happy Tuesday. I hope these last couple of weeks have been productive for you as we transition into the last quarter of 2021. I know, right? The year is almost over and give yourself a hand because we made it through another year and a half of trying to abide by CDC guidelines, failing miserably, and taking risks. Wear your masks and continue to social distance, please. I also entered into my last year of business school, so I am equally as excited about what's to come for Nails by Ra and Confessions of a Nail Tech. Speaking of which, I did some research on my most listened to episode and the amount of subscribers and followers that I have gained since I started this podcast last year. I'm truly amazed. I am. I cannot express enough gratitude for you all because, again, without listeners, I'm just another professional with a podcast. So I thank you so much. So after doing some research, I found that the most listened to podcast, no, episode, sorry, the most listened to episode was episode five from this season. It is the Why Is My Full Set So Expensive? And when I did that episode, I wasn't thinking about it blowing up as much as it did, but it did. And you really all must like that one. I mean, borderline love it. And I wanted to do an episode just to recap on the way to work your price into your service without setting off your clients. And we learned in that episode that you must set your price and you can't bend the rules. Yes, we have... You know, we're here to provide a service. We're here to be nice to you and build up clientele and rapport. But we are also here to make a profit. We'll get into that in a little bit in just a second. So currently I am in an entrepreneurial thinking course. And I might be dating myself a little bit here, but there used to be a reality TV show on... Well, okay, let me back up. So in this entrepreneurial thinking course, we were tasked with starting a business with $50. So there's a group of three and we're starting a business with $50. And in two weeks, we have to make a profit. Okay. And immediately I started to think about this reality TV show from back in 2005 called Ultimate Hustler. And it was a reality TV show based for entrepreneurs. And it was um, one of the judges was Dame Dash. Now, for those of you who don't know who Dame Dash is, he was a part of the Rockefeller Empire along with uh, rapper Jay-Z back in the 90s, early 2000s. So 2005, he came out with this reality TV show called Ultimate Hustler, where he had he was looking for an apprentice to learn his business tactics in his ways. You know, it only lasts for one season, but it was a really good show because it showed people that 
you know, you do have to be a hustler. You have to get into this business and make water, you know, make wine out of water or make gold, spin gold out of water, so to speak. So in this course, I started to think about how can we, and again, I'm working on a team with two other people, how can we make a profit? And then I started to think about this same conversation for business owners as well as nail technicians who may be paying rent in their booths. And the reason why the most listened to episode I'm gathering was why is my full set so expensive was for two reasons. I think a lot of those listeners were organic listeners who also work in the salon space. But I also think that the listeners were people who were clients who wanted to know why their services were so expensive and naturally so you know that's that's a natural response when you see something um, especially if you're affected by the price when you go get your services done as a client and you're noticing that there's a price increase or one salon charges more for a soak off and a refill than the other you start to get you know you start to question okay if I'm getting the same service why is it more expensive over here versus over here and I feel like that episode helped people to understand this is why our services cost so much because yada 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 And if you have time, you can pause the episode here and go back and listen to episode five to get a a better foundation of what I'm talking about. But I've noticed on my timeline and I, I frequent my social media accounts, you know, every morning I'm searching to see what's the news, what's the bee's knees now in the nail salon industry. And more so now, especially um, amid a pandemic, a global pandemic, the price for services have become more of a concern. And I've seen this across the industry, just across the board with barbers, with cosmetologists, with makeup artists. I've just seen it and I've seen these professionals start to itemize why their prices are their prices. So the reason I call this episode Set Your Price and Live Your Life was because we cannot allow for what we know to be true in our industry standard to be challenged by a client who has never done our what we do who does not see what we see when it comes to running a business or running your booth so the reason why I'm calling this episode of that is because I have also been victim of feeling bad about uh, pricing and charging what I feel I am worth and sticking true to it because people have tried to bargain prices or say if I come to you with my nails taken off already does this take you know do I get a discount so to speak and nicely put I love you but no (laughs) so you have to stand firm on what you're pricing Um, so again back to what I was saying about my timeline some of I'm following a young woman on my social media her name slips me right now but she posted something that resonated with me about what the client sees in price versus what the professional sees in price. So there was a chart, one side said client, one side said owner. So client underneath it, it just said service fee. You just see what we're charging you for our service. But on our side, we're looking at rent, utilities, product, upkeep, maintenance, licensing, gas, food, water, things that we need in order to maintain our business and ourselves. And it is an industry standard and understood within the industry 
But unfortunately, our clients still do not understand that. Um, I mentioned inflation in episode five and why that has a direct impact on the cost of goods and services. And you being a nail technician, you being a business owner, you provide a service. So naturally, yes, you are going to be affected by inflation rates. Yes, it's true. It is true. And I'm encouraging you to set your price, be reasonable about it, and do not waver unless you are increasing your price. At that moment of your price increase, think about what is a reasonable price increase. I remember about, oh gosh, time is flying. So it's been two years now since um, I worked under someone in a salon space. Goodness. Okay, but I, I'm just, just, wow, it's been two years already. It just, just manifests. All right, I'll talk about that in another episode. But right now, it's been two years. And during my last leg of working in a salon under the direction of someone else, we had to increase the price because the increase there was an increase on products. So at this time, gloves, uh, the non-latex polyurethane gloves went up in price by $1.50. And then items that we were using every day in the salon, like the um, dip powder system, that increased $2. So it went from $7 to $9 per bottle. So we got one ounce of jars for $9 each. So if you are following me on YouTube at Nails by Ra, you see that I'm always promoting or I'm always using a new concept Um an ANC or ANC brand dip powder and or premium nails elite design dip powder but those have increased over the years so two years ago it was cheaper but now it's getting more expensive so anyway we had to increase the price on quite a few services by a dollar and a half or two dollars uh, yeah we increased it by two dollars so pedicures that were once 33 dollars were now 35 and so on and so forth okay you would have thought that we increased the price by $10, like a dramatic increase. And I'm not here to count the money in anybody's pocket except for my own. And I know that if I am providing a service and if the cost of my goods to purchase increases, I then have to increase the price for my service. I do not have to eat that as a business owner. At least you shouldn't. Because it's not your fault. You cannot control the price on someone else's products. You see where I'm going with this? So we can't control the price on someone else's products, but we can control the price that we serve, you know, that we set on a service. Just like a client can't control the price on your service. Okay, you get where I'm going with this? So we can't control the price from the, from the manufacturer, but we can control our own price, just like the client can choose to pay our price or go somewhere else. And that's fine if they do. Never be discouraged if someone decides that you're too expensive. That's okay. That's fine. Because I bet you what they won't pay, someone else will and will tip you and come back and tell friends. That's what you want. Okay. But this also goes back to your foundation of you as a business owner and who your target audience is. Yes, I love holistic connections and I love meeting people and doing good. But I know that at the root of what I am doing, my target audience is always in mind. Okay? 
my target audience doesn't mind spending $60 to $120 on their sets. My target audience doesn't mind spending $40 to $150 on a pedicure because they know the value of the work that they are receiving and they know that once they come to me, I'm not using cheap products on them. I'm not steering them wrong. I'm not giving them, I'm not misinforming them because that does happen a lot in salons. And it's unfortunate because sometimes if you look at the foundation of a salon and a startup, okay, it is fairly inexpensive to start a salon. It is. So you make your money back within the first three months. In my opinion, you make your money back within the first three months. If you are good in word travels, or let me not say that. In the first three months to a year, you make your money back. Whatever your initial investment was, you make your money back in that first three to three months to a year. And it depends on what your, you know, what, where you are, what your prices are, and the volume of clientele that you have. Okay, I've seen it done. I've worked in salons from the ground up and it is true. I've also done it for myself. When I was a mobile nail technician, my initial investment into my business was less than $500. I made that back in one month and then some. So I'm saying this to, again, set your price and live your life. We'll get into a little bit more and I'll share a story after this break. I know this is the break right now, but I need you to do me a favor. Follow me on social media right now at Nails by Ra. That's Ra, R-A-H on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Also be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Nails by Ra. That's R-A-H. Also, if you have any questions, please email me with any nail tech related questions at nailsbyra at gmail.com. You're still with me hello if you are just tuning in the first half of this episode we talked about season two episode five and the specific title is why is my full set so expensive so we got into it explaining why and my theory that some of the listeners were certainly nail technicians and students and then some of the listeners were consumers or clientele who truly had an interest on why their services seem to increase or why they're so expensive compared to another salon. So I wanted to share a story. Um, I come from a family of entrepreneurs. I have hairstylists in my family, makeup artists in my family, creators in my family, artists. And um, one family member in particular is a baker. And we were having a conversation about her pricing versus what she's spending on material and product to make her baked goods. And this came after I had taken an accounting course and I started thinking about, you know, your inventory, your income statement. And as I'm asking her about how much she's charging, I'm doing the math and I'm like, you're operating at a loss. So... It wouldn't hurt to increase your price because if you continue to hand out favors, and I'm not saying not to do this, give out the favors at your discretion, okay? 
I'm not that much of an ice woman when it comes to business. However, you have to operate in the mind that you came into this business to make money. That's what any business does. They came into this industry to make money. And so as she's explaining to me the deals that she does for, oh, and I gave away her identity, so it's a she. (laughs) I gave away, um, she was telling me how she manages her pricing. So for for a count of cookies or for a 12 count of cookies for a dozen cookies or two dozen, it's it's a one price or one for two dollars or one for whatever many. And then when she got to the price for the cakes, I almost fell out my chair because I thought you could charge way more than that and still keep your clients out because her baked goods are good. I would pay that. It's it's reasonable. So after having that conversation, um, I, I always re, I always bring whatever happens in my personal life or experiences that happen at school and apply it to the nail salon because this industry and I can't share this enough so depending on when you jump in at this podcast or if you haven't heard any other of my episodes just know that almost on each episode I'm telling you how much the nail tech industry exclusively contributes to just contributes to the economy The nail tech industry exclusively by itself, not including waxing, not including hair, just manicure, pedicure is a nine billion dollar industry. Okay, nine billion dollars. So this market is not oversaturated with nail technicians or salons. There is not one person who is collecting $9 billion as a licensed nail technician or business owner. And if they are, point them out so I can have a conversation, okay? But I'm saying that to let you know that you shouldn't feel threatened by the presence of another salon or nail technician because of what they're charging or what they do. Use that effort to learn from it. And try not to be sensitive if someone suggests a price increase, not a price decrease. Because again, we all got into this business to make money. So as I was talking to um, my family member about what she should be charging for her baked goods, I could see that she got a little uncomfortable because it could be the way I explained myself or some people are just naturally uncomfortable talking about money. I'll talk about that in another episode too. I'm not uncomfortable talking about money because again, we need it to survive. We can't just walk around breathing air and thinking that we're not contributing. Um, So one quick way I learned to set my price and not budge was get all of the details of what your customer wants beforehand. So that way, they're not thinking, sorry, that's my neighbor's dog. Um, so that way, when they sit down in your chair or you go to service them, they are aware of a dollar amount and they are aware that anything extra will take this over that dollar amount. And something that I always did, I'm giving away a little bit of a secret, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm an open book. When you are getting ready to service for the day, Have a dollar amount in your mind about what you want to make that day. 
I made it a personal goal that every day I had to make $250. Starting out, $250. And I held on to that. All right? And I worked in a salon six days a week. I only got one day off and sometimes no days off if somebody got fired or didn't come in, but that's a conversation for another time. And you attract that, okay? You do. When you start thinking about what you want and the things that you want to bring into your salon, you attract that. So if you come in and you're like, okay, today's going to be a $250 day, $500 day, $1,000 day, it will happen for you or get very, very close. I will never forget, it was peak time during the summer and we were busy. And this is when the salon was still doing traditional full sets. And at the time I capitalized off of that because I was the only one in the salon who could do traditional full sets and get them done fast. Every single full set, I had a minimum of $40 for that set. Gel polish was extra designs were extra if you wanted different colors that was extra a basic full set out of me was at least $40 so if I do 10 full sets in one day that's $400 in one day and that happened for me in one day and I think that there was an indicator to my then boss that oh she's a breadwinner and it is true I am a breadwinner and I say this for you as well be that when you come in and you know what you want to do for the day set that intention set your price on it and do not budge because people will try to talk you down in your price set your price and live your life they will adjust focused on setting our price. Now let's focus on living our life. I might get a little philosophical on this part, but it is super important to have peace of mind when you are A, a student, B, a licensed nail technician working under the direction of someone else, and C, a full-out business owner. And if you are all three or a combination of the three, this part of this episode is certainly for you. On June 26th of this year, I started a journey of just reflecting and making sure that I was paying attention to my my well-being. So my physical well-being, my financial well-being, and my mental well-being. And I started reading books and spending more time with myself and letting go of things that stressed me out. And it's important to pay attention to your stressors and it's important to stand firm on things that you believe in. Meaning, if your price is something, stick to it. If you don't believe in something, stick to it. If something challenges your belief, stick to it. 
(laughs) And I say that because oftentimes we get into the salon space and it's a lot of energy. It's a lot of energy. We are dealing with different personalities, different energies, different type of spirited people, different kind of intentions all day. And more so when we log out for the day and we're on social media, either promoting our work or interacting with our uh, potential clientele or former clientele or former co-workers, it's important to live your life and set boundaries and making sure that what you're doing is for the greater good and it's not being done for ill intent or malice, but to live your life in such a way that you are confident in your abilities, you are comfortable in what you are putting out into the world because I truly believe that it comes back. Whatever you put out comes back to you. And just paying attention to yourself and being self-aware in the salon space and in your professional realm. I'm going to share a couple of books and I don't know if I shared it in last episodes, but I certainly feel the need to share. I feel moved to share what I've been reading here. So I have been reading um, quite a few books, actually. Since June, I've read maybe three or this three and a half books. So I'm currently finishing up um, one book now. So the book that kickstarted this journey was a book by Sarah Jakes Roberts. And the book is called Woman Evolve. I won't say too much more about the book because it does deal with spirituality and religion. So if that's not your forte, I am respectful of the God of your understanding. However, on my podcast and for me, I do believe in, you know, I do believe in God. So this book for me was a spiritual guidance for me. So it helped. It helps, you know, it helped me get through some things for me to begin to live my life because I've already set my price. And, um, This has just helped me work through some personal things as well as trickled into professional. Um, And then after that book, I journaled heavy. And then when I started to worry about, or not worry, but focus on my financial well-being, I started reading a book by uh, Dr. Frankel. So her name is Lois P. Frankel. And the book is called Nice Girls Don't Get Rich. Listen, if you don't do anything else, or if you are not interested in reading any of the other books that I mentioned on this episode, make sure you read that one because it helps you pinpoint your personal goals in finance and your professional goals in finance. All right. And it talks to the women and people who identify as women. And it it goes deep about the financial norm of women. And I think I touched on this earlier in the uh, in the first half of this episode where I mentioned that my family member was uncomfortable talking about money. So when I started reading Nice Girls Don't Get Rich, that was the tone of the book. Getting women out of this antiquated idea that we cannot also be breadwinners. And that's just not true. It's not true that we can't be breadwinners because we've been doing it for years. But now it's at a point where we have more opportunities than we did a couple of, you know, a couple decades ago than we did, uh, you know, that we'd have more opportunities now. So reading that book helped me become intentional about my financial situation, being honest with myself about my finances and taking stock of 
what I currently own, what's in my savings, and how I'm investing. So this all ties into your longevity in the salon because salon is life, but you want to think about what's going to happen when you're 75. Think about that. Make your investment and business decisions off the strength of who you're going to be and what you're going to be doing at 75. Personally, I'm trying to be on a yacht, <laughs> on a yacht at 75 and living my best life and not worried about if my social security check, and I probably won't see it because I'm in that age group where we won't see a social security check. But um, I want to know that all of the work and the grind that I did years ago, 40 years ago at, you know, at, at this time, 75, all of that work paid off. All of my investments were smart investments and I'm continuing to live off those dividends and I'm continuing to make sound financial decisions. That's my goal. And that was one of the books that certainly helped me get through um, realizing my worth as one, an employee, and then two, as a potential employer and a business owner and entrepreneur. Um, so don't be afraid to talk about money and think about money. Um, as I continue on this journey, I think more of my episodes moving forward are going to be about money making and decision making in the in the salon space, because just through the lens of an employee, I was able to see some mistakes that business owners made. And as a business owner, I was able to pinpoint some of the mistakes that I made financially as well and learned from them. I'm not ashamed of it. I have two mobile nail salon businesses that still do well and still operate. So I, I truly do want to encourage you. And again, if, if you don't take anything else from this section of this episode, certainly do pick up Nice Girls Don't Get Rich by Dr. Frankel, Lois P. Frankel. And the other book I was reading was for pleasure because, again, Women Evolved and Rich Girl, uh, Nice Girls Don't Get Rich. Those were more so self-help books. So I'm reading a book for pleasure, and it is by Toni Morrison called Jazz. So, yeah, in this meantime, you know, in the meantime, I'm currently reading all of that and getting able to just, again, live my life. <laughs> because you I've already set my price. And if you want to continue the conversation, be sure to follow me on social media at Nails by Ra and email me. You know, I enjoy oh yes. Let me address that now too. I've been getting a lot of emails about um about transferring licenses from state to state. And um I think with this, I may also do an episode with with how to do it, an actual step-by-step -step tutorial, because I realized too, um, that was also one of my most viewed videos on YouTube, um, how to transfer your license, because you know, during the pandemic, people are moving from, they're just moving across state lines. And naturally, as a licensed professional, that is your immediate go-to for your means of survival, which you do for a living, and you want to do things the correct way. And I just enjoy you all reaching out to me and asking for advice and or help so that I can steer you in the right direction. 
Um, because again, these things did not, or I was not aware of them, these things did not exist when I was first licensed. And a lot of um, the advice I give are self-help and self-taught. Because again, um, these kinds of outlets didn't exist when I was in, in the trenches. So again, um, continue to reach out to me if you have questions about license transferring and how to stay in good standing or even suggestions on schools that you may want to attend in New York for nail specialty, in Georgia for nail specialty or enhancement appearance. And then I have some news. Um, I will be relocating to North Carolina. So that will also be a learning experience for the both of us. <laughs> and when I say the both of us, I mean my, my good people tribe as a collective, because I know a lot of people in my tribe are also in the same boat of transferring from state to state. I had a young woman who reached out to me about transferring from California to Texas. I had a young woman reach out to me about transferring licenses from where is it? I think New Jersey to Pennsylvania or Pennsylvania to New Jersey. So it's been it's been interesting. It's been an interesting ride because as I help you out, I am also learning. And now I get to do a live tutorial of my own personal transfer of a license from Georgia to the state of North Carolina. So this is going to be interesting. I'm so excited to have this opportunity um, because after my internship uh, with after my internship this past summer, I was offered a full-time position. So um, that, that opportunity is in North Carolina for me. So again, um, after you set your price, you are, you are free to live your life. And one more thing before I forget, there was one more book that I did read it was called Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes. That was the other book I couldn't think of. Yes. So I, in total, um, I read three books, full, well, three and a half books fully. Um, that was Woman Evolve by Sarah Jakes Roberts, Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes, and Nice Girls Don't Get Rich by Lois, Dr. Lois P. Frankel. So these were all wonderful books to help you get through any doubts that you may have about yourself and evolve. All three of those combined helped me out with financial help, physical help, mental help. Um, and then just for, just for a, a, a what is it? What word am I looking for? So for an escape from reality so much, I read Jazz or I am reading Jazz by Toni Morrison. So that was three and a half books that I have been reading. So happy trails. And I know you're wondering, hey, Ra, um, how do I set my price and live my life? Here you are. You know how much you spend in inventory. You know how much you spend in rent and utilities, gas, food, your personal bills for your home. And then you know what your clientele is. You know what demographic you're working with. 
find the point where you make a profit. Now that we are in the pandemic, if you break even, that's okay. However, to make a profit, you have to charge a little bit more. So whatever your prices were pre-pandemic, they need to increase post-pandemic. So again, if you want to continue the conversation, feel free to reach out to me at Nails by Ra on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or email me, nailsbyra at gmail.com. All right, until next time. You know I couldn't get out of here without giving a major shout out to my new members of the Good People Tribe. So give a warm welcome. Hey y'all, hey. Welcome at not my not so polished life. Welcome at Gabby M. Harris at Jack underscore Brown 003 at you admire a at Jessica.w at Ty Rain the Legacy at Kai underscore underscore Abba. Welcome at Hidden underscore Air at Highly Unprovoked Nails. Oh my goodness, I love you all for joining. Welcome to the Good People Tribe at Mrs. Mo- Pardon if I mess it up. Mrs. Mofoletta. I really hope I said that right. Welcome to the tribe. Welcome to the tribe at Lucy underscore Lou underscore 1210 at Joe Jessica at Fitness Queenie 01. Welcome to the tribe at Maru 6886. Welcome to the tribe at AD Nail Shop underscore USA. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Nail dot SpaceX. And last but certainly not least, welcome pink channel at pnk channel thank you all for listening and welcome to the good people tribe you're gonna find some wonderful wonderful people here we all support and uplift and we're all licensed professionals and students alike welcome Thank you for tuning in to the Confessions of a Nail Tech podcast. I've been your host, Rashida H. Muhammad, Nail Tech affectionately known as Ra. Make sure you tune in next week, Tuesday, for our next episode. Looking forward to hearing from you. In the meantime, subscribe to the Confessions of a Nail Tech podcast and make sure you stay in the loop by following me across the board on social media at Nails by Ra. Also visit me at www.nailsbyra.com. Until next time.